Welcome to Sam's Business Growth Show. I'm Sam Dunning, a digital marketing, sales, and business growth evangelist. Tune in and subscribe today as I'll be interviewing business leaders, experts, and entrepreneurs from around the globe. You'll be learning their story, how digital marketing has helped them along the way, and exclusive tips and insights to help you skyrocket your own business. And welcome back to a fresh episode of Sam's Business Growth Show. Excited to be joined by Tyler Lezard today. Tyler is the VP of Marketing over at Vidyard. He spent more than six years in the world of online video for sales, prospecting, and B2B marketing. He's the co-author of The Visual Sell, and he's host of Creating Connections podcast, and also a frequent speaker on topics ranging from video marketing over to customer experience as well. Tyler's been recognized by Demand Gen Report as the top by a focused B2B marketer and by Marketo as a top 50 fearless marketer. Tyler, a very warm welcome, sir. So the focus today, everyone, is, is going to be how to how we can use video effectively to win more business. So we're going to be talking about actionable, hands-on strategies, no fluff, about how you can use video as, as a marketer, as a business owner or a sales rep to engage with your ideal customers through parts of the sales cycle, drum up more business and get more deals, more business, more cash in your back pocket. Before we get to that exciting stuff, Tyler, for anyone that does not know Tyler Lezard, please could you give us a quick snapshot on who you are and how you got into to the role you're in, sir? Yeah, well, it's great to be here. And uh, as mentioned, my name is Tyler Lazard. I head up the marketing team here at a company called Vidyard. Now, for those not familiar with Vidyard, we are a video technology company. We provide tools for sales reps to record and send custom videos. We provide a full video hosting and management platform for marketing and IT organizations. And I've been here for just over six years. And as part of that, it has given me the opportunity to think 10, 12 hours a day about how businesses are using video Exactly what you said, Sam, not just to generate leads, but to make real cash. How are they using video to increase demand, to accelerate buyers through their customer journeys um, and ultimately help their sales reps uh, move people through into close? So I've got lots of great examples that I'm seeing out there of how businesses are doing this well, but most importantly, how they're doing it without having to increase their budgets, how they're getting scrappy with creating and sharing video um, how they're using you know, quick capture techniques, how they're using their webcams, screen shares, and things like that to create awesome content that builds better relationships and moves the needle. So that's the stuff that gets me really fired up. Uh, and again, really happy to be here to share some of those ideas and stories that I've seen out there in the market. Good stuff, man. Looking forward to it. So let's jump straight in. Um, what is video's place in today's market with everything that's going on, with all the work working from home with virtual selling? How does video play yeah. a part in both the business and the selling world today, Tyler? Yeah, so we've seen the rise of video in business in general happening over the last five to seven years or so. Um, and certainly the pandemic and this remote working world has been a catalyst for that. It's accelerated this adoption of video, but in new parts of organizations. So the way I think about it is over the last, again, five to seven years, we've seen more and more businesses embracing video as a way to get their marketing messages out there, right? Most websites you go to now have video content to explain what that organization does, to clearly introduce the problems they can solve for you, to show a little bit about how they do that and to introduce their people. And I think that is super important these days. It continues to be important as people look for these 
really self-serve friction-free buying experiences. I want to learn about a business and a solution. I don't want to have to talk to sales. Sorry, sales reps out there. It's the reality <laughs> of how most people buy, right? Um, I want to be able to learn on my own time and consume content to self-educate. And video is playing an increasingly important role in that on the marketing side. But you've mentioned sales, which is where we've seen this huge increase in the use of video, uh, again, over the last couple of years, but absolutely accelerated in the last six months, since all sellers, for the most part, have been now moved to a digital remote world. And I'm not just talking about video calls and Zooms. I'm talking about their ability to record and send video messages on LinkedIn, via email and others, recording and sending screen share videos throughout the buying process, whether it be for prospecting, to cut through the noise, pattern disrupt, and get the attention of a key prospect, or throughout the opportunity cycle to share information, to clearly explain different ideas, and to show what it is that they can do to help solve problems. So that stuff gets me really excited. And um, you know, we can dive into some of those different ideas here, but it's happening all over the place. And if you're not yet starting to use video yourself, um, by the end of this, you're gonna know exactly how to do it. Awesome, man. Yeah, looking forward to it. So if we could start from the top as as such, so if we could start with what, I mean, is, is there a perfect time when we should use a video message, Tyler? Um, is, there, is there any time or can we use it at any stage during the sales process or conversations? Yeah, so it's, a, it's a great question. And I'll start by saying you can, there's always opportunities and places where recording and sending a video message can absolutely help support that sales cycle. And people will often ask me that question of like, well, when should I? And my honest answer to that is whenever you have an important message to deliver or something to show to a prospect or a customer, right? Where you're so used to in the business world, our status quo default is type down an email and send it. We're not used to this idea of hit the record button record a quick video and send it. It hasn't been natural in the business world. And so I think for sales reps, that's really the problem is just getting into that cadence where you say, hey, actually this is just as easy as typing and sending an email, but it can be more impactful because I'm putting my face out there, I'm building that connection, I'm showing rather than just telling and I'm adding value throughout that process. And when you start to learn the nuances of how to do videos well, how to use visuals to your example, to your, uh, to your benefit, how to use screen shares uh, to add value to the conversation. This stuff just starts to become part of how you sell. Um, but one area that I will start with that we've seen as the most impactful for many is in prospecting. So okay. if you're, um, so for those of you listening and watching, if you do outbound cold prospecting, you will probably agree that it's you know, harder than ever to get people's attention and to get a response. Uh, when reaching out cold, right? There's so much noise in the market. Everybody's, you know, bombarded with so many emails and phone calls and so on. And what we're finding is sellers that do a pattern disrupt technique and say, what would really stand out from all the other noise? And they're recording and sending a video via email or via LinkedIn to their prospects as a way to stand out. And when they do it, they've got a nice thumbnail image with themselves waving in it or maybe it's a screen share with something that will catch the eye of that prospect. And it's a way to boost that initial open uh, engagement and response rate because people are more likely to click into a video when they see you're a real human with some value to offer as opposed to your typical templated copy you know, and text-based emails and LinkedIn messages. So it's a big win in that part of the sales process right now. 
Got it. And is is that why it's working so well, Tyler? Just because it stands out, like you say, from everything else that's in the inbox and because busy executives that you're probably trying to prospect to or business owners or whoever it is you're trying to reach out to and start a conversation or book a meeting with is that they're so used to seeing all these texts and standard emails that when a video comes in, it's something a bit more unique. Well, there's a, there's a few things that are happening that I think make it really effective for actually generating the kind of conversion you're looking for. Because you're not just looking for that click, you're also looking for that response and getting that meeting booked. And if you think about what video can do really well, so first, to your point, it, will, it, can cap, it can grab their attention very quickly. Again, imagine yourself in your email inbox. You know, you see an email from somebody, it's a bunch of text, email, a bunch of text. And you click on one and it opens up and there's this big thumbnail image of, you know, just like me, for those of you watching right now, and it's an animated thumbnail image with me waving at you. Maybe I've written your name on a whiteboard to indicate this is just for you. So number one, yes, it pattern disrupts. It creates a sense of curiosity, but people are often also more likely to click because they see you've put the effort in to record them a custom video. And so their expectation of value is much higher. And just seeing that picture, just that thumbnail image goes that long way. So number one, you get a higher um, uh, open and click rate because of that interest, that anticipation, and that expectation of value. But now once they click play, the real magic happens because you have an opportunity to introduce yourself, right? To build real human rapport and to clearly explain to them why it is you want to have a conversation or move on to the next step, which again, you can get so much more in a 60 second video than you can with, you know, four or five lines of email copy. So that one minute is your opportunity to put yourself out there to show them you're a real human that wants to work with them and to clearly articulate your value proposition. And that's the power of it being able to drive that next conversion um, through a combination of that human connection. And again, that expectation of value throughout the next step. Yeah, and that makes sense. And Tyler, if anyone that's perhaps not dipped into video too much or is thinking that of getting stuck in, so just like we say, they can they can prospect in a more unusual way, there's going to be an interrupter, mm -hmm. whoever they're trying to reach out to. Um, are there any tips that you could share with us on perhaps how to how to make a video that's going to stand out in terms of how long it should last, what kind of background mm -hmm. we should have, if we need a specific camera, if we need any specific kit or equipment or tools, um, so how yep. we can produce one that's not going to break the bank, that's not that's going to be a good use of our time, and also the means that we can get several done throughout the day to, to get more meetings booked. Absolutely. Yeah, the, the biggest challenge for a lot of sellers, once they understand this concept and they think, oh, right, what if I were to record and send a video to them? The biggest challenge becomes, yeah, how do I do it easily and effectively um, and not make it a big hassle every time? Um, and the great news is uh, there are tools that make this literally as easy as typing and sending an email. Uh, one of those great tools is, of course, Vidyard, a uh, company that I work for. Um, so I may be biased, but there are other tools out there um, such as Loom and Soapbox and BombBomb um, that also offer this capability. And um, again, with Vidyard and, and some of these other tools, you can get going for free. So like literally right now, by the end of this conversation, you can be ready to go. Go over to vidyard.com slash free and sign up. And uh, as soon as you sign up, it acts as a simple uh, Chrome plugin. And you click the little button in Chrome and it says, start recording. And do you want to record a webcam or a screen share? Um, you select which one, you say, let's go. Countdown three, two, one, and you record your quick video. As soon as you're done, you hit stop. And then the magic is that video is ready. It's hosted already 
on its own dedicated page. And you get the thumbnail image for that video and the link to watch it to drop into an email. So you're not actually attaching like an MP4 or something like that, which would get caught in spam anyways. You're simply sure. adding the link to the video with the thumbnail and sending it out via email. Um, there's also a Gmail plugin, which makes it extra easy. You can do it right from your email as well. So number one is make it simple on yourself, right? The technology should not be a burden to it. Um, so tools like Vidyard can make it easy. The second thing, as you mentioned, is how do you actually make a great video? And also how do you craft a great email around that video so it gets watched in the first place? With respect to the video, uh, length is really important when you're using it for cold prospecting. Because again, at that point, when you don't yet have a relationship, they're not gonna watch a three minute long movie trailer about you. So keep that initial prospecting videos uh, between 45 to 60 seconds max. I think 45 seconds or so is the sweet spot. You can go up to 59 seconds. If somebody hovers over it and they see it's over a minute, there's a psychological barrier there where they're less likely to watch. So try to keep it short and sweet, but use it as an opportunity to put your personality out there Right, that's a big mistake I see a lot of sellers is they're just sitting there, arms crossed, and they're just reading their email script on camera. That's not great added value. So step straight, smile, right? Get your energy flowing and get ready just like you would on a phone call or in a live meeting. And put yourself out there, get your energy going, get your personality going and deliver your message in a way that's authentic to how you wanna help them. The second thing I suggest is having something visual that can get their attention. And that can be part of what becomes the thumbnail image for the video as well. And that's where we often see people using um, like a small whiteboard that they can buy for $2 and they'll write a little message with the person's name on it and hold it up at the beginning of the video. The reason they do that is when the thumbnail image gets created, that becomes the image. And when they see it in their inbox, they see their own name in the video, they know immediately it was meant just for them. So some kind of personalization can really go a long way uh, to helping get that click-through rate into it. So those are two of the big things is make it easy, or three, make it easy, um, let your personality out there and make sure you've got some kind of personalization in it that will entice them to click into the video. Got it. And in terms of the actual content or how those videos are made up and really love the tips that you've given there, Tyler, in terms of mm -hmm. adding that human element, adding that personalization element. So, so, so when someone opens it and they, they know that it's just for them and not just a generic thing that they're sending out to, to hundreds of businesses. Um, in right. terms of clients that are having the best success with Vidyard right now, is there a certain yeah. structure they're doing in terms of their asks and their pitch yeah. and things like that and tips that you could give us in terms of the actual structure and the things that they're saying? that are, mm -hmm. are making them uh, their videos a success or any ideas you can help us with on that front? Yeah, a few ideas to, to share with you all that, that I'm seeing from the successful folks out there. Um, number one is use different styles of video um, to help get their attention in different ways and to, again, create very relatable messages that create a sense of curiosity for them to click in. So I mentioned you can record your webcam and you can do something like holding up a whiteboard with their name on it, or maybe holding up some kind of other visual prop that is an indicator to them that they'll recognize as something that's unique for them. But you can also record screen share videos where your face is on in the corner with your webcam, but you're sharing something on your screen. And that can also be a great way to make a video that is relatable to them and produces a great thumbnail image. 
For example, we've seen a lot of people be really successful with this simple technique of going to their prospect's LinkedIn profile. So Sam, if I were prospecting you, I might go to your LinkedIn profile, bring it up on the screen, and then hit record with my camera on in the corner. And my starting of my message might be, hey, Sam, it's Tyra Vidyard here. You know, I was on your LinkedIn profile and I noticed that da 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 da. It might be your title, right? Based on what you do, I've actually recently been helping three other people in the exact same role as you um, accomplish X, Y, and, and Z. And I would love to chat with you a little bit more to tell you the three things that I've done with them to help them solve that problem. And then I might end it with, instead of can we book a meeting, is could I send you another quick video to explain the first thing in a little bit more detail, right? And that might be my call to action. So when love it gets it. sent over and, they, and you see that video with your own LinkedIn profile, Sam, would you be likely to click on it? Oh, 100%. Possibly, I mean, like you said, 100%. It's, it's, it's taking the personalization to the next level, isn't it? Because it's not just writing their name, it's actually, that's my LinkedIn profile. First of all, what the heck are they doing on it? Secondly, let's click exactly. and learn more. And like you say, the, the call to action, the ask at the end is really light. So it's like, could I ask you a question about this? Would you like to learn more about what we're talking about? So it's, it's not saying like, let's have the meeting straight away. It's like, I'm on your profile. Yeah. This is what I think. This is potentially what we could do. Does it make sense to have a, a further chat? So it's real lighthearted. It's engaging. It's creating curiosity. Um, yep. We tend to do quite a similar thing where we'll sometimes look at prospective clients' websites and share the screen, do a quick exactly. snappy video, say, look, I noticed on this website, this on your website, did you consider this? to help improve your website conversions or to help improve your digital marketing strategies. And it's just, like you say, a really good way of catching people's attention, catching them off guard and striking up mm -hmm. conversations. So yeah, re really like that. Cool. So yeah, I love, I love that. And I was just going to say, Sam, the one, the one other thing, which I'm sure you guys are experimenting as well, is that idea of using it at multiple points throughout your typical outbound cadence. And we yeah. found, for example, if you're using a structured cadence of, say, you know, 12 to 15 uh, touches over the course of, you know, maybe it's 30 to 60 days, um, and it's a mix of emails, phone calls, social, and so on, um, is having, you know, it's usually two to three uh, videos throughout that cadence. And the early one in your, in your cycle might be a webcam-style video to focus on introducing yourself and quickly highlighting yeah. your problem. And then another one later on in the sequence where you're doing a screen share to connect the dots, add some more value. Um, so different things like that that you can do as well. Yeah, I mean, to that was that's that's great. I'm glad you've mentioned that because I was going to say, so we've talked about the prospecting, actually booking meetings, booking, meetings, booking demos, like the real early yeah. part of the, of the sale. Are there, are there ways that we can actually use video tire to speed up our sales process? So perhaps when we're shipping out a proposal, shipping out a quote, or we're doing a presentation and we can do a little video with it, or perhaps when we're going for yeah. the close, when we want to follow up and win the business, are there any tricks or tips we can utilize video to actually bring the deal in and get the cash in from, from our prospective customers? Yeah, I, I love that topic. And it's something that we're seeing more and more people do, particularly now in this 100% remote selling world where it's, it's not only are we remote and we need to figure out ways to keep our face, our personality um, top of mind throughout that sales process, but our buyers are also changing the way that they collaborate internally, that they consume information, and we need to help them build case internally. And we need to figure out ways to get our face in front of all the decision makers. So we are seeing people use, um, of course, live Zoom calls when they can, but in between those calls, dripping in different videos as a way 
to, again, keep top of mind, to keep that conversation going and to deliver value to help shorten the cycle as well as increase the close rates. For example, if you are a technology company, um, sending, recording and sending quick custom demos of individual features, of areas of your solution that somebody might be interested in, that can go a long way as opposed to just like the one massive demo is like, hey, last time we talked to you, I'd indicated you were interested in this capability. I just recorded you this quick video to show you exactly how that might work for you. And I'd love if you could share it around to any others that you think would be interested in using that as well on your team, right? And then it becomes a quick three to five minute demo video that you just, you recorded using your own screen share. Um, and it goes a long way for them to be able to watch that on their own time. And it's very shareable as opposed to like the recorded Zoom call. We all we all do this in sales where we get the like hour long demo call and we record it. And then we're like, hey, I'll send you the link so you can share it around. Nobody watches it. Like nobody watches the <laughs> so hour true. long so recorded true. Zoom call. But what if after that I recorded you a really quick little highlight reel and asked you to send that around? Little things like that um, can go yeah. a long way. Um, and then you, you touched on another great one, which is uh, like sales proposals. Instead of just sending over a sales proposal, bring it up on your screen and then record again, a screen share with your face in the corner, actually walking through it. Just as if you were, you know, meeting up with them on site for a quick, not a full hour long walkthrough, but do, you know, your five to 10 minute walkthrough of the proposal so they can hear you explaining the different line items. And when they share that around to other stakeholders, they get that added context. So those are just a couple of examples of what we're seeing people do out there and then getting really good feedback on those use cases as well. Yeah, I love that. And I think there's it's sometimes there's nothing worse than getting a really detailed proposal document, like a 30 page essay. Right. So you've just got a trawl through. And we know that most of the time buyers are just skipping through to the, the budget price timeline. Um, that's that's really what they're comparing you to. Whereas, if, like you say, if you send a personalized video, just give a quick couple minute recap of exactly what's entailed, explaining the benefits, the use case, the, the problems you're solving, why it's, why it's going to be useful, particularly for them. So they can then use that. And if they've got to share that with other members of the team, that's going to be a really helpful tool for selling it internally and selling it within the organization. That makes sense. Are there, um, are there any unusual cases of video, Tyler, that we might not have thought about in our everyday sales or marketing process that you've seen yourself or your clients have success mm. with, be it in following up, be it in getting yeah. a hold of people that you thought had gone off the radar and that ghosted you or anything like that, that we, we might be able to implement yeah. that might be a little nice little video hack for us. Well, I love the one you brought up there, which is uh, ghosted prospects or, or deals gone dark, as we, as we like to say. Uh, you know, we, we've all been there and we'll be there again, uh, where that prospect or that customer that seemed hot to trot has suddenly stopped responding. And I hear it time and again from reps who are telling me, you know, I followed up with an email, I left a voicemail, and then I sent them a quick video with me on camera, um, you know, asking them for a quick update, and I got a response within an hour from sending the video over. And I think that's a great idea because it, it's, a, it's all about that human empathy, right? Like I mean, guilt is a great motivator. And, you know, whether, <laughs> you know, it's, it's that them seeing your face, you know, being reminded, yeah, you know what, this is a real person. I should re-engage in that conversation. I owe them that much. It's so easy to ignore a text-based email from an email address. It's a lot harder to ignore a video you've made for them with yourself on camera. Um, so that is a great use case there. One other thing that I would suggest you think about is one of the other superpowers of video compared to your other uh, conversation mediums 
is its ability to be fun, to be personal, uh, to be interesting, and to also be transparent with you know yourself as a human. And I, I think there's a great opportunity here for you to be again, sharing quick videos with your customers that are ways to just stay connected with them, right? In the absence of being able to go grab a coffee together or meet up at their office, even the like unexpected video you send them on a Friday morning, and it's just the Hey, you know, it's Tyler from Vidyard here. I don't have anything specific I need from you, but I honestly, I just wanted to say, I hope you have an amazing Friday and a great weekend. Um, and by the way, me and my kids are off doing this. I'd love to hear what you guys are up to, right? Like even little moments like that, that bring a bit of surprise and light into the deal cycle can go a long way. And as an extension to that, it's a great way to celebrate milestones, wish them a happy holiday, all those little things where it doesn't warrant setting up a Zoom call, but it's a message yeah. that you just want to deliver you know, face to face and uh, and put your passion and energy out there. So this is a relationship builder. It goes such a long way and we don't have to wait for live video calls to do that. I love that. I love that. I mean, it's, yeah, because things like email, follow-ups, phone calls where you're not really delivering much can be quite monotonous. So like, yeah. like you say, if it's the end of the week and you're just wish, wishing them a good weekend ahead or you're perhaps saying, look, how are you getting on with this project? Um, is there anything new going on? Otherwise, yeah, have a, have a great one. So it's just a short, snappy message that's that's sincere, that's genuinely wishing them well and just just catching up rather than just doing the traditional email, like, how yeah. are you getting on with this? Love that. And I've not really thought about that before. So that's that's awesome, man. Okay, cool. Um, and what can we do if we're a business owner, Tyler, um, to encourage our reps to get stuck into video? I mean, we've covered a ton already. Um, and, yeah. and like we say, creating a culture of getting people yeah. comfortable with being in front of camera and getting in front of video and, and sending these ways to, like we say, interrupt people's days and get, right. get more meetings booked ultimately, which is what we want to do. Are there any things yeah. we can do to encourage people that this is a great idea? Yeah, there's a, there's a number of things to be mindful of. Um, but I think the, the underlying uh, emphasis here is that this isn't just, you know, a fad of us looking into cameras now, you know, during our work days, right? This is this is the new way of doing business. And uh, I think there's no question that video is going to be more and more a part of our culture as businesses, as salespeople, even as business leaders. So now's the time to start getting used to it, right? You're not going to be perfect from day one. You're going to record your first video. It's going to be the worst video you made. The good news is the last video you make is always your best, right? You just... Practice makes perfect with this kind of thing, just like cold calling, just like anything else. So what I encourage you to do as a business owner yourself and uh, with your team is just start to try to use tools like this, like Vidyard, to record and share videos, even internally, to start to get people used to it and comfortable with it, to start to create that culture where it's okay to record and send a video, even if you're umming and awing or you know not making it perfect. Um, and I think just creating that even internal culture recording a quick video update for your teams, of recording quick video walkthroughs of presentations and sending that around instead of booking an hour long for a Zoom meeting, little things like that can really help. And then again, encouraging them to not only use tools like that with their customers, but think about what does their video environment look like at home? Because that also goes a long way if they feel confident, like they've got a great setup at home, they've got the right lighting, they've got good audio. Those things go a long way to them being confident in doing these things going forward. So encouraging that, um, I think, is really, really important. Yeah, just one more thing on that topic. All, all good tips, Tyler. Are there any um, quick tips on kit that we can use and how hmm. we can... How, what kind of budget we should spend on video? Should we just do we just need a yeah. webcam and nothing more? Or do we need pro lighting, pro camera, SLR, top of the yeah. range mic? Or what do you advise to, to make it happen? Yeah. 
Yeah, the things to be mindful of, uh, number one, is lighting really is important and often even more important than the camera itself because good lighting can even make a, a shitty camera look good. So if you have reps or yourself that are in a space where you don't have a lot of good natural light or things in, on you, investing in a, a $50 ring light, which you can you know, buy from just about anywhere, um, something like that, that you can put in front of you to light yourself goes a long way. So that's number one. Number two is your audio, which again is equally, if not more important than the video. So make sure you've got decent headphones, decent microphones, so you're coming through clearly and professionally. And then finally, as you alluded to, um, having a decent camera certainly does help. You definitely do not need a DSLR. You don't need a top-end GoPro. Um, a basic uh, USB webcam uh, goes a long way above and beyond what might be included natively in your laptops or your desktops. So I think those are the simple things to be mindful of. And uh, again, good lighting and audio really go a long way. It's a great end of year, um, you know, pack or holiday gift to your employees if you're looking for something this year. It's a little work from home studio. Uh, with I was going to uh, say Christmas is coming up, so it's, it's getting getting right. about that time for <laughs> time of giving. <laughs> cool, man. Some some great tips there. And moving moving things forward, Tyler, I'm genuinely curious. So Vidyard's grown massively over the last few years. So often when I think mm -hmm. of video, I think of Vidyard as as one of the leaders. So. What you. tips have you employed? What strategies have you guys employed there in terms of marketing, both digital online and yep. offline to grow yep. to, to where you are now and position yourselves as, as a leader in video? Yeah, well, I, uh, first of all, I appreciate that. Um, I, thank you very much, Sam. And it sounds like we're doing our job, which is great. <laughs> um, honestly, the biggest focus for us, we don't spend, uh, we spend very little on actual advertisements um, or, you know, search ads and things like that. Our focus over the year has been producing great, helpful content and establishing ourselves as a recognized thought leader in our space. And for us, we've always felt that's important because we're pioneering and championing a new area of the market, right? All the things we're talking about here today, using video in sales, recording and sending custom videos, even using video in marketing. Um, you know, all of our customers have more questions than answers. It's, a, it's really a new area for a lot of people. So we've always focused on being a thought leader, on investing in building a team that researches, creates content, creates best practices. We get out there on webinars, on podcasts, on virtual events, and we make sure that we're teaching people genuinely how to do these things well. We're learning stories from our customers and we're sharing those innovations and best practices with everybody else. And that is at the heart and soul of all of our marketing programs, um, is that thought leadership, education, and being helpful to our audience. And I don't see that ever changing. And, and you know, any organization I go to, that will always be the heart of my marketing strategy. And I think it's more important now than ever as people look for authentic, trustworthy brands um, that are genuinely helping them and not just trying to market and sell to them. No, that's that's really interesting. And it sounds like you're, you're big believers in eating your own dog food, using your own technology to to leverage and grow, and also that mix with the, the content creation. Would you say it's, mm -hmm. it's quite SEO? SEO's played quite a big part in, in what you guys do in terms of organic evergreen content being found in the search engines and, and that side yeah. of things? Yeah, SEO becomes an important extension to that thought leadership strategy because, you know, great content isn't great if nobody reads it or watches it. Uh, so absolutely, as part of that, you know, sort of content centric strategy, uh, we focus on SEO to make sure that we, you know, uh, rise to the top for search engines when people are searching for topics that we have great content to serve. Uh, and then we, we obviously mix that up with 
other um, more kind of outbound style programs uh, like webinars, virtual events, things like that, where we can re-engage our community of people that have come in through SEO um, you know, and or uh, address new audiences uh, through third-party media channels. So I think those two things combined, heavy focus on SEO and great valuable content behind it, coupled with outbound webinars, virtual events, and doing content through great industry partners, all of that comes together to, uh, to, to really build our brand in the market. Awesome, man. Well, Tyler, it's been an absolute pleasure to, to talk to you today. Everyone, you've been tuning in to Sam's Business Growth Show, where we sit down with business leaders, experts, and entrepreneurs from around the globe. We found out their story, how digital marketing has helped along the way, and their exclusive tips and insights to help you skyrocket your sales and skyrocket your business. Tyler, we'd like to ask everyone that comes on, if you could thank just one person, either dead or alive, having a positive influence on yourself and your career, who would that be and why? So I would actually thank um, my, this may sound like I'm sucking up, but my boss, who is our CEO here at Vidyard, Michael Litt. Um, Michael has been such an incredible influence on my career and is somebody, and I encourage you all of, all of you to find this person in your career. He's that guy that pushes me out of my comfort zone consistently and intentionally to you know, force me to think bigger than what I'm doing today, to get more creative, to get more hacky. And, you know, good enough is never good enough. And I love that mentality where we can always be better and find new things. And so having that person in your career and in your, your life, that's always pushing you to be better, to be your best self, I think is so, so important. So thank you, Michael. You've done that here as part of my career over the last six years at Vidyard. Nice one, Tyler. Good stuff. Tyler, tell us a bit more about how everyone can learn from you, how people can connect with you and the best way to get in touch. Yeah, so uh, to connect with me, please, uh, you know, hop into my LinkedIn profile, Tyler Lussard, L-E-S-S-A-R-D at Vidyard. Uh, connect with me on LinkedIn, send me a message, would love to hear from you. Uh, if you're interested in learning more about video and Vidyard, uh, you can start using Vidyard yourself for free at vidyard.com slash free. And if you want to learn more tips, hacks, ideas, or check out our thought leadership so you can see how we're doing all that great stuff I talked about, um, a great place to start is the Vidyard blog. So just go to vidyard.com blog, and you'll find tons of great resources to help you crush it with video or lots of ideas that you can take uh, as inspiration for your own marketing programs. Nice one, Tyler. Really appreciate it, man. We use Vidyard all the time at WebChoice, so I can highly endorse it. And it's, it's worked very well for our sales process and engaging with our clients a lot better. So 100% recommended. Tyler, thanks so much for coming on again, man. Thank you very much for having me. It's, uh, it's been great and I appreciate you being a wonderful customer um, and wish you all the best. No worries. And if you enjoyed the show, be sure to hit subscribe to Sam's Business Growth Show on your podcast channel of choice. We interview business leaders each and every week to provide you actionable tips to grow your sales and make best use of digital marketing. Cheers for tuning in. Are you tired of constantly hunting for new customers? You could be missing out on regular inbound opportunities all because your website isn't on the first page of Google. Perhaps you're already spending lots of money on advertising, but your website is failing to convert all of your hard-earned visitors into a consistent flow of new customers. If you'd like to learn more about our unusual approach that brings idle clients straight to you, connect with Sam Dunning on LinkedIn or book a free 20-minute consultation via webchoiceuk.com. That's webchoiceuk.com. Subscribe today for more digital marketing, sales and business growth tips from the experts.